Welcome to Your Life, Your Way, Aging Today with Holden South Center. This program airs Sunday mornings at 1030 on AM 880 KIXI, your source for great music and wonderful programs like this, Your Life, Your Way. If you or someone in your circle of family and friends is planning for a modern, secure, and lifestyle-driven retirement, please pass along the information you hear today. In studio, I'll be talking with Shane Fowler, Executive Director of Holden South Center, and Ruben Rivera-Jackman, who is a DSHS Certified Trainer for LGBTQ Senior Issues in Assisted Living Communities as well as SNFs. We're going to learn what SNFs mean right after this break. We'll be right back with this edition of Your Life, Your Way. Visit Holden South Center today, an all-inclusive premier assisted living and memory care community. Located at 112 Andover East and South Center, just blocks away from the mall. Come see our spacious studios along with our one and two bedrooms. Enjoy luxury resort-style living. Amenities include a theater, club room, full-service salon, rooftop courtyard with views of Mount Rainier, 24-hour on-care staff, and a five-star dining experience. Call us at 206-395-3824 or visit Holden South Southcenter.com. Your life, your way, our commitment. And welcome back to Your Life, Your Way. Aging Today with Holden Souser. I told you it'd be just one quick minute and we'd be right back in studio with us, of course, is Shane Fallow, Executive Director of Holden South Center, and Ruben Rivera Jackman. He is a DSHS certified trainer for LGBTQ senior issues in SNFs and assisted living communities. I said we were going to talk about what is an SNF? SNF is what we say. <laughs> All right. Um, but it's skilled nursing facility. Okay. Skilled nursing facility and, of course, assisted living communities. And that's why he's on this program with us. Absolutely. Well, welcome, Ruben. Thank you. I want to thank you um, for um, the opportunity to be able to share my experiences. Thank you, Eric and Shane. You're Appreciate very welcome. it. Appreciate it. Shane, what is a great leadoff question, considering that it is we're now getting into Pride Month and there's some exciting news that Ruben has to share with us on, on some uh, information that he has? What's a great leadoff question, do you think? Well, you know, aging today, um, there's, there's two separate buckets here. I am. For the LGBTQ community, it's different, and we want to talk about that because there are definitely some major hurdles, and it's gotten better. And I know that Ruben has personal and professional experiences with this, so I, I want to start out with we're just telling your story, Ruben, um, letting us know your your concerns and 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 maybe your struggles with 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 aging and some of the the great things that you 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 get to um, enjoy as well. Well, thank you, Shane, um, again, for the opportunity. I want to wish my LGBTQIA friends, family members, colleagues, and listeners to today's program a happy and safe Pride Month. As you mentioned, today is the beginning or marks the beginning of our long um, celebration of LGBTQIA Pride. So um, again, my name is Ruben Rivera-Jackman. Um, I identify as a 57-year-old New Yorican gay cisgender man of color. You might be wondering, what is New Yorican? So mm -hmm. New Yorican, um, I am first generation. I was born in New York City, actually in Alphabet City, down in the Lower East Side of Manhattan. I was born to two Puerto Rican parents. And those of us born in New York City have family from Puerto Rico. We consider, we call ourselves New Yorican. New Yorican. So I grew up in New York. 
I went to New York School of Printing, which is now the High School of Graphic Communication Arts. And I also graduated with my bachelor's degree from Pace University. So I've lived in the Seattle area since 1997, actually celebrating 25 years this past February of living in the Pacific Northwest. And um, I moved on to Whitby Island three years ago with my husband, Nick. And I want to share that we celebrated our 27th year together in May. And this December 15th, we'll be celebrating our 10th wedding anniversary. Wow. Congratulations. What's the, what's the secret of longevity? Anytime I hear someone together that long, I have to know. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll plug in a joke here. I always say it's helpful to be deaf in one ear. <laughs> <laughs> You've been talking to my wife. <laughs> say the same but, thing. But, you know, communication. It's all about communication. And we have vowed to never um, go to bed upset with each other. So whatever's happening, you need to talk about it. Don't go to bed upset because um, we have had experiences of individuals, friends, family members that went to bed and didn't wake up. So mm. um, we always remember that. Never be angry or go to bed. Um, angry. We also have a five-year-old dog named Olivia. I want to plug her in because she's my baby. And we're also proud parents of a 35-year-old son named Alex. Wow. This is great. So we're going to get to your professional career, but can you tell us about, I I know that um, you're 57 and um, I I remember Nick being around 65 years old. Can you tell me what you, the, what you face on a day to day as you are actively aging as all of us, but you know, um, uh, actually qualified as seniors. Well, let me, first of all, let me correct and say Nick is 64 because if he listens to the show (laughs) and hears that you said he was 65 already, (laughs) he's dealing with some issues around aging right now, but he'll be 65 in February. So he is six and a half years older than I am. And, you know, recently we um, experienced a personal loss um, last May 26, actually, Um, we just celebrated a year. We, I lost one of my dearest friends. um, We call, you know, she was my BFFs, best friend forever. Mm. And her name was Tundi. And Tundi was 70 years old, very healthy. She was also a fellow New Yorker. You would never would have thought she was 70 years old. But unfortunately, she woke up on May 26 and had an aneurysm Mm. and then passed away a few days later. And, you know, I've always um, imagined Tundi being in my life as I'm getting older. And she is part of what we call my circle of trust or family of choice. Um, So it was was a loss. And what I realized quickly is that although I'm 57, a lot of the folks in my circle of trust and family of choice are either my age or a little older, and I'm starting to experience losses. And that is very scary. Mm -hmm. Because as a gay man, um, who's aging, we worry about who's going to care for us as we get older and who's going to be there for us to advocate and to ensure that we're being well taken care of and that we're, we're safe. So it is possible that I may be that last person standing um, and I will be there for all my friends, um, of course, if they needed me um, to provide long-term care or you know, to provide support as they're going through the aging process. So it was like a wake-up call. Yeah. And my husband and I decided um, soon after um, to get our legal orders, mm-hmm. our papers in place. So we did our advanced directives, we did our wills, we did our medical power of attorney, financial power of attorney. We've been together for 27 years and we've collected a lot of stuff. Right. No, that's that's great. And, th- and thank you for sharing that. 
Can you tell us why it's so important and why it's different in the LGBTQ uh, community to have family of choice? You mentioned that um, uh, quite a few times, and um, not not every gay or lesbian or any anyone a part of the community has the opportunity to become parents, and sometimes you don't have an offspring to um, handle your order. So, can you explain that a little bit? The importance of creating a community and, and preparing. Sure, Shane, and you make a great point there. You know, I was lucky because I grew up in a family that was loving and accepting of me as a gay man. My father had a, a more difficult time. He was a Pentecostal minister. Mm-hmm. So, you know, he loved me, but, you know, it, it was still very difficult for him to accept me as a gay man. But, you know, I have friends and family members, and I've worked in the field for a long time, and I've heard experiences from other individuals that were not as fortunate as I am in in that they weren't born into families that were accepting or loving. You know, it it saddens me today to think that even today in 2022, there are families that throw out young people, Mm -hmm. throw them into the streets out of their homes because they won't accept the fact that they're LGBTQ. But, you know, luckily I, again, I had the support and love uh, and mostly from my mom. Many of us have had to create our own families when we've been rejected from our families, biological families. So we call that family of choice. Those are our chosen family members that we have allowed into our lives. And they're very dear to us. And we count on them for services and support. So many of us have had to create these families um, or circle of trust is another word that we use. And um, these are the individuals that are not blood related, but these are folks that have come into our life that we have chosen, that we trust and that we love, um, sometimes love even more than our own biological family members, to be honest. (laughs) Um, And um, we rely on them. Yes. So keep that in mind. Yes. Right. And so I imagine as we, you, you've talked about advanced directives and wills and, you know, there's um, something that I talk about a lot is power of attorneys. And so we're relying on some of these loved ones um, that we built to become powers of uh, attorney for us and, and really be the second person to make decisions and that, that rely, on, uh, rely on as we, we do age. And as you know, sometimes um, we age into a, a, a place where you can't really take care of yourself anymore and you need someone um, that that can help guide you. And so that's really important. Uh, and, and, and thank you for clarifying that for us. Yeah, you know, while many LGBTQ people are close to their families of origin, and some have, some have actually been rejected or estranged from their families of birth, which means they have less support, because like, as you mentioned earlier, Shane, many, especially the silent generation, those born before 1946, and the early baby boomers born between 1946 and 1954, didn't have children. So they don't have children they can rely on to care for them as they go go through the aging process. So they have less support. And also it's important to uh, for long-term care providers and SNFs, as we mentioned earlier, skilled nursing facilities, to recognize and honor these social support networks that LGBTQ older adults have had to put together. And they often include partners, former partners, friends. And unfortunately, as I mentioned earlier, most are, are of a similar age and may also need supports and services as they get older. So it's very important for LGBTQ older adults to be able to identify 
who their family of choice is and for these long-term care providers to honor their wishes and to accept these individuals um, as family members. Great points. All right. Well, we're, we're going to be wrapping up here this part of uh, you know the conversation. Um, but um, just real quick, is is there one is there one uh, word of advice that you can uh, give to uh, aging uh, adults in in the community to plan for, to do, and and to you know so that they can be successful? Yes. One of the lessons learned that um, I um, mentioned earlier is make sure that you have a robust social support network, but make sure that in your social support network, that includes individuals that are younger than you are. We have to um, allow those to include millennials, Generation right. Xers, okay. and even Generation Z. <laughs> so it's very important to make sure that um, you surround yourself by folks of all ages so that you're not the last person standing and it's okay to ask for help, and mm-hmm. it's okay to be vulnerable with people you trust. Ruben, this has been some wonderful information, and I know when we come back, love to get some websites that people can learn more. I love the um, the term uh, family of choice, and uh, I, I would be curious, too, if there's some more advice about how to structure that and build that, particularly if you're new to the area um, or, or just not familiar with that because it's so, so vital. It's great information. Shane, we'll be right back with our guest, Ruben, right here on Your Life, Your Way, following these quick messages. Remember, Your Life, Your Way, aging today with Holden South Center. Learn more about Holden South Center at MilestoneRetirement.com. That's all together, MilestoneRetirement.com, or simply call this number, 206-316-2934. 206-316-2934. If you or someone in your circle of family or friends is planning for a modern, secure and lifestyle-driven retirement, you need to look at MilestoneRetirement.com and Holden South Center. We'll be right back with more of this edition of Your Life, Your Way. Visit Holden South Center today, an all-inclusive premier assisted living and memory care community located at 112 Andover East and South Center, just blocks away from the mall. Come see our spacious studios along with our one and two bedrooms. Enjoy luxury resort-style living. Amenities include a theater, club room, full-service salon, rooftop courtyard with views of Mount Rainier, 24-hour on-care staff, and a five-star dining experience. Call us at 206-395-3824 or visit Holden South Southcenter.com. Your life, your way, our commitment. And welcome back to Your Life, Your Way, Aging Today with Holden South Center. By the way, this program airs Sunday mornings at 1030 on Kixie 880. Thank you so much for telling your friends and family about this program and helping it grow. For those of you who love the convenience of podcasts, check it out on all major platforms. That's a great way to get it. Subscribe to it and share it with family members from around the world, maybe someone thinking about moving here closer to you. What a great thing to do. Send them your life, your way. Well, let's get back to the conversation, Shane. We have a wonderful guest in Ruben online with us. It's been really eye-opening and interesting. Yes, no, it's great. And thank you for sharing your personal story, Ruben. I want to get into your professional story, as I know that it involves um, LGBTQ work. And and, um, I'm so thankful to have someone like you uh, continuing to help those in need and to um, building that family uh, of support. So 
Ruben, can you get into the projects that you've been working on and kind of what you're doing on a day-to-day basis? Yes, I would love to share that. Um, and again, thank you for this opportunity. I, you know, I'm very proud of the work that we've done at the University of Washington at the Golson Institute H. Price Center. I just completed a year of working there. Um, so the Golson Institute is housed within the School of Social Work, okay. and um, it is funded by the Golson um, Foundation. And they re- receive funding from the Med- um, Centers for Medicaid and Medicare to develop a curriculum to train direct care workers on how to provide services and programs for LGBTQ older adults that live in long-term care for um, communities like assisted living, adult family homes, and nursing home facilities. And I'm happy to announce that the curriculum was developed. We are currently offering a two-hour or four-hour interactive training at no cost um, for certified skilled nursing home facilities um, and other individuals that are interested. And this will provide the opportunity for mainstream long-term care service providers to prepare their staff because as you know, baby boomers are coming into long-term care at a rate of 10,000 a day, and that will happen to the year 2029. The other thing is 70% of baby boomers are gonna need some type of long-term care as they go through the aging process. That is seven out of 10 Mm. individuals will need some kind of long-term care. And it's believed that about five to 7%, I believe a little higher, of that population identify as LGBTQ+. Great. Wow. Amazing work. What a, what a great opportunity for assisted living communities and, and other healthcare workers to, to really educate themselves and really be able to provide the best care possible um, for the community. That, that's, that's fantastic. Great. And can you, can you uh, share uh, with us how to, how to get in touch with the Goldson Institute um, and H-Pride? Uh, I would love to share that information. So if any of our listeners out there um, is interested or want to pass the information along um, and provide this training, it's actually called safe home training. Okay. So the safe home training, they can go to the um, H pride website, which is Golson G O L D S E N Institute dot O R G backslash H pride, A G E P R I D E backslash. And you can get information. You can actually request a training right online. There is a request form. And you can also, there's telephone numbers and information on how to get in touch with the HPRI staff members there. Fantastic. And again, that address is goldsoninstitute.org backslash HPRIDE backslash, correct? Correct. Great, great. That's exciting. And and I know you're doing some... You're doing some other projects, and can you tell us about your latest one? I, I got a yeah. sneak peek of it, and I'm I'm super excited to, to hear more. So I also want to give a plug to Generations Aging with Pride, which is a 501c3 nonprofit organization, and I'm a board member, so I want to um, fully be transparent and disclose that I am a board member. I've been involved with Generations Aging with Pride for the past 10 years, and I'm happy to announce that we have broken ground on Broadway between Pike and Pine. And at the end of next year, we hope to have our first affordable housing community that will serve, I believe is 128 LGBTQ older adults with affordable housing. And the name of the project is called Pride Place. 
And um, you can go to the Generations Aging with Pride website, which is genprideseattle.org. Again, genprideseattle.org. We would love your support around this project. And we're very excited. Um, it's about time. I don't know if you guys know, but Seattle has the second or third largest number of LGBTQ folks in the country. And it's about time that we are going to provide affordable housing for older adults right in the heart of Broadway on Capitol Hill. Well, congratulations on the breaking ground of that. Uh, GenPrideSeattle.org is the uh, web address for more information there. Gen, G-E-N, PrideSeattle.org. You know, I was uh, thinking today as I came in to do the recording on this program. Now, we recorded earlier in June, actually on June 1st, uh, which was the kickoff of Pride Month. And I heard in the news that uh, City Hall, because of COVID uh, relaxation, I guess you would say, they were able to invite the public out to the raising of the the Pride flag uh, over City Hall in Seattle. So that's really cool that people get together again um, and it becomes more of a spotlight I'm curious, do you feel as though each year things get better for all generations of gay men and women, or uh, are there is there still lots of work to be done? You know, um, there's still lots of work to be done. And honestly, you know, with the climate and what's happening around the world, there's this fear because of the hate that we see unfolding in in many communities. We've seen an increase in transgender violence. We actually had the highest number of transgender individuals that were murdered last year. There were 57 in the United States last year. We're seeing gay bashings coming back up. I actually had a personal experience last year on Whippy Island, Mm. um, believe it or not, where I was in the supermarket and I was putting my groceries in my car and this pickup truck um, passed by, and as he passed by, he yelled out, go back to your effing country, you effing faggot. Mm-hmm. So, and this is the first time at 56 years old that that happened to me here in the Puget Sound area. Um, it's not something I expected to happen on Whippy Island. I was kind of traumatized by that experience. So we know that, yes, things have gotten better. We have marriage equality. We have hate crime legislation here in Washington state. We're very progressive and I feel safe, but there's parts of Washington state that I wouldn't feel safe in. And as again, that's a fear that we have as we're growing older. Safety is a major concern for us, right? Right. We want to be treated with respect and dignity and, and want to feel that we can be safe in our communities. So, you know, I'm hoping that we get back on track and deal with the hate that's happening. We know that love will trump hate any day. Absolutely. Right. And, you know, this, I'm just thinking about this uh, as um, I deal with older adults, you know, seniors every day. Um, and our average age is uh, 86. So, you know, just to think about there's two separate issues here when you have someone who's Who's, who's older and can't defend themselves, and then you add on that they're gay, right? There's major concerns. Um, so um, I'm glad that you have resources, um, you know, to, to have a safe place, and we, we really need to hold hands and, and come together more and more, and I know we'll do that uh, each day. So great, Ruben. Thank you so much, um, you know, for, for the insight and all that you and, and your partners do uh, to – to have a safe place for for um, LGBTQ seniors, it's fantastic. 
Great. Um, any anything else that you'd like to? Well, just I, I love the fact shining light into that darkness and, and always yeah. moving forward, and now including even more L G B T Q and so on as the need is there, and then it gets filled by people as you said, who love to give hope to the world, right? And move people into a better place. So these are struggles, but there are, it's wonderful to know that there are people like Ruben, people like you, Shane, with what you're doing with your aging population there at Holden South Center to dispel myths right. and to lift people up because isn't that really what life's all about? It is. And, and, and Holden South Center, we are very diverse and we are definitely um, open to everyone, and, and we will be um, that chosen family for, for anyone out there that uh, would like to, to come visit us and, and potentially live, live at Holden South Center. And uh, happy Pride Month. That's, it's fantastic. I'm so, I'm so looking forward to the month and what it brings. Yes, and Ruben, thank you so much for your time and all the great work you're doing. Thank you, and I would end by saying, together we rise. Yes. And we need all our allies, and you know I know that hate is also increasing the Asian community, unfortunately, and we're seeing this violence ac across the country. But I think if we put love out into the world, I am hopeful that we will get to a better place and, um, you know, we'll be able to support each other and take care of each other. Step one is to get educated. Really? Have yes. an open mind, open heart, and get educated. So go to goldsoninstitute.org age pride or so backslash age pride backslash i'll give that again golson g-o-l-d-s-e-n institute.org backslash age pride backslash and also go to genprideseattle.org that's genprideseattle.org and tell your friends and family start the conversations and get people informed so that everyone has a great family, whether it's a family of, uh, you know, blood, I guess, or yes. a family of choice, right? Uh, everyone should have that family support around them. And learn more about Holden South Center at MilestoneRetirement.com. That's MilestoneRetirement.com or simply dial 206-316-2934. If you have a loved one or maybe it's yourself and your spouse, your friends, or a significant other, you would like to uh, live at a wonderful facility, check out Holden South Center. Or go to their website, milestoneretirement.com. You'll be amazed how modern, what a fresh approach they take, the activities. It's amazing. So check it out, milestoneretirement.com. Shane, thank you for your time. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you. And thank you, Ruben. Thank you, Shane. And I want to say heroes work there. And I appreciate everything that you guys do at Holden. And thank you, too, to our audience. Uh, join us for another episode as we discuss modern aging and the trending lifestyles that are happening there and elsewhere and how you can get involved. Tune in again for Your Life, Your Way, Aging Today with Holden South Center. We'll, join, uh, we'll be back with you next week. Visit Holden South Center today, an all-inclusive premier assisted living and memory care community located at 112 Andover East and South Center, just blocks away from the mall. Come see our spacious studios along with our one and two bedrooms. Enjoy luxury resort-style living. Amenities include a theater, club room, full-service salon, rooftop courtyard with views of Mount Rainier, 24-hour on-care staff, and a five-star dining experience. Call us at 206-395-3824 or visit Holden South Center. Center.com. Your life, your way, our commitment.